0: Tonight, massive and menacing. Canadians in the crosshairs of a colossal winter storm. (laughs) Severe weather slamming southern Ontario.
1: This is very wet snow. Heavy amounts and, and low visibility.
0: As Atlantic Canada digs out. The
2: roads are just absolutely horrible.
0: A gallery of forgeries.
1: In our minds, the biggest art fraud in world history.
0: Suspects accused of peddling counterfeits of celebrated painter Norvel Morisot. Plus the long game for a worthy assist.
1: It's the most emotional thing I've ever seen in my life.
0: Playing it forward a marathon in memory of a young hockey hero.
3: National News with Omar Satchadina. Reporting tonight, Heather Wright.
0: Good evening. Millions of people in Ontario and Quebec are under snowfall. And winter storm warnings tonight with as much as 35 centimetres of snow expected to fall in some parts of southern Ontario before the storm moves east into Quebec. Yes, that is the sound of thunder or thundersnow, which can happen in some winter storms. And already this one is causing significant disruption. WestJet preemptively cancelled all flights in and out of Toronto's Pearson Airport after 8 p.m. this evening because of the weather.
4: They said my flight is cancelled and I'm to come back after um, on the 7th of this month, you can imagine. First time in Canada.
0: Heavy winds are also leading to blowing snow and poor driving conditions. At its peak, this storm is expected to drop between 5 and 8 centimeters of snow an hour. A separate system has people in the Maritimes cleaning up today as heavy snow and high winds cause delays, canceled travel and closed schools. Here's CTV's Atlanta Bureau Chief Creason Ashkate on the major cleanup.
5: People were digging out this morning from the biggest snowfall of this season.
0: Yeah, I had to dig the
2: car out. That was a chore for sure. The roads are just absolutely
5: horrible. Be a helpful helpful (laughs) neighbour. The wet and heavy snow began to fall last night, quickly sticking to everything. Police advised against travel as road conditions were slippery and treacherous. And crews tried to keep up on clearing the roads.
6: A lot of areas of mainland Nova Scotia received in excess of 20 centimeters. Uh, particularly the uh, Halifax area received 25 to 30 centimeters.
5: Today, schools across Nova Scotia were closed.
4: Very, very snowy.
5: With many families enjoying their snow day outside.
4: I don't like the shoveling. but Actually, you know what? Actually, I, I like because shoveling is fun for me. My therapy.
5: (laughs) This mother hoping some light labor will get her actual labor going.
0: 38 weeks pregnant, we're hoping
4: that baby might make her entrance with shoveling.
5: Parts of southern Ontario are getting hit with another snowstorm, with stores stocking up on essentials.
6: Snow shovel broke down on me, so
3: I'm at Home Depot replacing
6: it. Yeah, we've had like ALREADY ABOUT 30 CENTIMETRES LAST WEEK, SO ANOTHER 30 ON TOP, WE'RE GOING TO BE IN FOR IT.
5: CREWS IN TORONTO PREPARING FOR THE 35 CENTIMETRE DUMP OF SNOW, A TASK THAT WILL GO WELL INTO THE WEEKEND.
6: THIS WILL BE AN ALL-HANDS-ON-DECK
3: OPERATION. YOU'LL HAVE HAD OVER A MONTH'S WORTH OF SNOW IN 10 DAYS. I MEAN, SNOW
1: SITTING ON THE GROUND, THERE'S ABOUT 55 CENTIMETRES SITTING NOW. This will add more to that.
5: And that snowstorm in Ontario is expected to make its way into southwestern Nova Scotia by Saturday morning, bringing more snow into the weekend. Heather.
0: Thanks, Creason. In Halifax tonight, 32 million Americans are under a winter alert with millions bracing for more severe weather in the south. In the past 24 hours, at least seven reported tornadoes carved a path of destruction across four states. Eight people have died in louisville texas strong winds gusting to 110 kilometers per hour tore apart this roof at a local marina and this large piece of metal captured on camera crashing into a house thousands are still in the dark with power lines exploding <gasps> In Kirby, Arkansas, this was the major damage left behind after a confirmed EF2 tornado swept through. That system heading east to Alabama with heavy rain and winds. And in California, this desperate plea for help near the mountains. Now under a state of emergency, residents and authorities are trying to dig out of three metres of snow. They've been stranded for more than a week. The National Guard is flying in to help get people out. Police north of Toronto say they've rescued dozens of migrant workers from an international trafficking ring. Investigators claim Mexican workers were lured to Canada with promises of a better future, but instead found themselves living in squalor and toiling at farms and factories for little pay. CTV's John Venevalli rao now with the disturbing details.
6: Police video shows some of the arrests, one person being taken away from a luxury home with those charged being accused of exploiting migrants, forced to live in squalor, and police calling it all heartbreaking.
7: The victims in this case, 64 of them, were subject to deplorable living and working conditions with no way out.
6: According to police, the victims were both men and women from Mexico, ranging in age from their 20s to 40s, recruited to come to Canada and promised a better life. Instead, police say they were mistreated, abused and exploited, made to do manual labor at farms, factories, and warehouses around Greater Toronto.
1: They also describe living in deplorable conditions, including overcrowding, with dozens of people sleeping on mattresses on the floor, a lack of food, a lack of privacy, and bug infestations.
6: This farm's among the five sites police raided. They say the victims were driven to work in dilapidated buses, and were scared to seek help, worried they'd be deported.
4: They were being sent to farms to do work at uh, less than minimum wage, um, being charged, uh, you know, rent for a mattress in a room. Of the
6: five arrested so far, two are Canadians and three are Mexican nationals, while police have issued arrest warrants for two others. Among the charges, being part of a criminal organization, human trafficking and sexual assault. Those who work with migrants say Canada's reliance on temporary foreign labor leaves the door open to worker abuse and think the solution is to grant such workers permanent residency so they won't fear deportation.
2: The fact of their lack of permanent resident status is what creates the conditions
6: of exploitation and abuse. Ottawa says victims of human trafficking can apply for a temporary resident permit, but experts say some of those who are abused in this latest incident may eventually be sent back to Mexico.
0: Heather. John Vanavalli Rao in Toronto tonight. Police in Ontario also made arrests in a high-profile case of art fraud. Paintings said to be from renowned Indigenous artist Norval Morrisseau were sold to unsuspecting customers who believed they were getting the real thing. CTV's Donna Sound on the investigation.
4: 24 years of fakes sold to unsuspecting collectors who believed they were buying works made by one of the most famous Indigenous artists ever. Norval Morrisseau.
1: This is definitely, in our minds, the biggest art fraud in world history.
4: Police made eight arrests in Thunder Bay, Niagara-on-the-Lake, and Simcoe County. One of those taken into custody was Morrisseau's own nephew. And in all, more than a thousand pieces of forged artwork were seized. A
1: $15,000 figure is an average price for a Norval Morrisseau painting. And so if you do the math on that, you're up to around $100 million dollars uh, in fake paintings that were put into the market.
4: The fakes were detected using scientific testing and expert analysis.
6: This has been damaging to Canadians' reputation on the international art market. It's been damaging uh, to all Canadian uh, artists, uh, as, you know, and, and it's uh, created great harm, of course, in the
0: Indigenous community.
4: Morsel so was a self-taught Ojibwe artist from northwestern Ontario. He's considered a trailblazer for contemporary Indigenous artists across Canada.
5: He's the one that took our stories, took images, symbolism from pictographs, birth scrolls, and made into the contemporary art.
4: Morisot died in 2007. He was aware people were forging his work.
6: A gallery owner came out and said, oh, you're. do you like that painting? And Norval said, yes, I, I wonder who painted it. And she says, oh, it's a Norval Morriso." And and so that was the first time that we came across it.
4: For anyone who thinks they may have purchased a fake morsel, so, police say they're unable
0: to authenticate artwork and are advising people to contact a lawyer instead. Heather, Donna, thank you. In a South Carolina courtroom today, disgraced lawyer Alex Murdoch was sentenced to consecutive life sentences for the murders of his wife and son. The penalties were handed down only hours after his convictions. And while Murdoch continued to proclaim his innocence, the judge wasn't buying it as he handed down his punishment. CTV's Tom Walters reports.
6: The depravity,
7: the callousness, the selfishness of these crimes are stunning. Prosecutors called for Alex Murdoch to get the maximum sentence. He did. For the murder of his wife Maggie. I sentence you for the term of the rest of your natural life and of his son, Paul. I sentence you to prison for the rest of your natural life. The two were shot to death at a kennel on the family's property in June of 2021.
2: I respect this court, but I'm innocent. I would never, under any circumstances, hurt my wife, Maggie, and I would never, under any circumstances, hurt my son, Paul Paul.
7: The court did not buy Murdoch's claims of innocence. Not credible, not believable. Calling him a good liar, but not good enough. Juror Craig Moyer says the guilty verdict came quickly.
5: About 45 minutes later, we, after all our deliberating, we
7: figured it out.
3: Ten days, we'll be filing an appeal.
7: Defense lawyers argue that jurors were unduly influenced by damaging testimony about allegations of sleazy and heartless financial crimes by Murdoch.
3: You know, stealing from kids who lost their mother from uh, somebody with pancreatic cancer, somebody that's a paraplegic.
7: Now disbarred, Murdoch comes from a long line of prominent lawyers. Early in the trial to protect the appearance of neutrality, the judge removed a courtroom picture of an honored former prosecutor, the defendant's own grandfather. Now the crimes of Alex Murdoch mark the almost Shakespearean downfall of a long-powerful South Carolina family. Whether he appeals or not, Murdoch's days in court are far from over. He still faces further investigation, lawsuits, and roughly a 100 additional criminal charges. Heather?
0: Tom Walters in Los Angeles tonight. Prime Minister Justin Trudeau rejected calls again today for a public inquiry into foreign meddling in Canada's elections. This despite a new poll that suggests the vast majority of Canadians are concerned about Chinese interference. CTV senior political correspondent Glenn McGregor now on the security issue that's dogging the Liberals.
2: Concerns over election interference followed the foreign affairs minister to a meeting with her G20 counterparts in India, and into a one-on-one conversation with China's foreign minister. Melanie Jolie says she told Xin Gang that Canada will never tolerate any form of foreign interference in our democracy and internal affairs. According to Chinese media, he rebuked her for not condemning groundless nonsensical rumors and hype about China's meddling. A world away in Winnipeg, the Prime Minister sounded exasperated, defending his record. Pretty sure everything I've said over the past 20 minutes answered that question. He again dodged questions about a public inquiry. We put in place strong, independent mechanisms by top public servants who get full access to everything that all of our intelligence and security committees uh, communities look into and find and monitor. A new poll for Nano's research shows that the issue is catching Canadians' interest with 71% of respondents rating Chinese interference a major threat. It's on the radar, people are worried, and they're probably wondering what we're doing about the future.
3: The motion as proposed by Mr. Julian and amended carries.
2: Last night, a parliamentary committee passed a motion demanding the government call an inquiry. To look also into the abuse by the, the regime in Beijing of the, the, the domestic
3: Canadian Uh, Chinese population.
2: But this former member of the Conservative National Council says his party must tread carefully to avoid alienating potential voters.
6: Not every Canadian of Chinese descent is an agent of the People's Republic and it's a very delicate thing to communicate when going after the Chinese government.
2: Next week, the opposition parties are expected to bring their demand to the House of Commons. They have the numbers to win a vote calling for an inquiry but it wouldn't be binding and it wouldn't force the Liberals to act. Heather.
0: CTV's Glenn McGregor in Ottawa tonight. Thank you. The White House revealed today that the skin lesion removed from U.S. President Joe Biden's chest last month is basal cell carcinoma, a common form of skin cancer. Biden's doctor says the cancerous tissue was successfully removed and that no further treatment is needed, but the 80-year-old will continue to undergo regular skin screenings. Coming up after the break... The oldest surviving piece of furniture still used for its original purpose. An extraordinary royal restoration project, plus... Ben was like a hero to absolutely everyone here, I'm pretty sure. Rinkside for a remarkable cause. A Nobel Peace Prize winner in Belarus was sentenced to 10 years in prison today. Alice Bialyatsky and three others from Vyazna Human Rights Center were convicted of funding anti-government protests following the country's 2020 election that kept the president of Belarus, Alexander Lukashenko, in power. Bialyatsky is 60 years old and has advocated for democracy in Belarus for decades. Buckingham Palace announced today that King Charles will travel to France and Germany later this month for the first state visit of his reign. Meanwhile, sacred oil that will be used to anoint the king at his coronation in May was consecrated today in Jerusalem. There is a lot of preparation going on for that historic event right now. And while the focus will be on the crown, there's also a lot of symbolism in where the king will sit. Here's CTV's chief international correspondent, Paul Workman.
3: English monarchs have been crowned on this chair since the 14th century. It is, one might say, a priceless seat of royal history. And with just a couple of months to make it fit for a king again, Krista Blessley has been hard at work, wiping away dust and dirt, meticulously restoring layers of gold leaf that have flaked off.
5: It is the oldest surviving piece of furniture still used for its original purpose, so it's incredibly rare.
3: Queen Elizabeth II was the last monarch to sit on this throne, made of oak, by the way, as did many royals before her in a majestic ritual that hasn't changed down the centuries. The throne, alas, has suffered a lot of wear and tear from a bomb, from a burglary, and graffiti dating back 300 years, permanently carved into royal ceremonies.
5: The graffiti is mainly on the seat and in the upper part of the back of the chair, probably because they would have either knelt to graffiti the seat or sat in the chair and turned around to graffiti the top. So a lot of people, unfortunately, have sat in the chair.
3: The throne was originally made as a symbol of conquest to hold the Stone of Scone used for the coronation of Scottish kings. It was mysteriously and spectacularly stolen from Westminster Abbey in 1950 recovered and is now housed in Edinburgh. The famous Stone of Scone will be returned here to Westminster Abbey in May for the coronation to be temporarily reunited with its equally famous English wooden chair. Paul Workman, CTV News, London.
0: Still ahead, a terrifying ride. A rock through the windshield and a quick-thinking granddaughter. Ontario man is praising the quick action of his 16-year-old granddaughter after a softball-sized rock crashed through the truck windshield and slammed into his face.
5: I owe my life, I think, to her. She, yeah.
7: yeah, I just get emotional every time I think about it.
0: Ed Podnowitz says Autumn pulled him from the car when she saw his bloodied face and carried him to the passenger seat knowing she had to get him to hospital. The catch, she only got her beginner's license in November.
5: I haven't realized
3: now that I have to drive with a cracked windshield, my grandpa bleeding, and then I
2: was on the phone with 911.
0: They made it to the emergency room where Podnowitz underwent reconstructive surgery on his face and jaw. A new SpaceX crew finally made it safely to the International Space Station, but not without some drama with one of the capsule's docking hooks. The Crew-6 Dragon was delayed for an hour because of a software glitch with the capsule's docking hardware. Once fixed, the team of two American astronauts, a Russian cosmonaut, and an astronaut from the UAE were welcomed aboard the ISS for a six-month mission. A warning tonight from the Transportation Security Administration after a surprising discovery during a routine screening at a Virginia airport today. A passenger had a cat in their carry-on bag, which is against the rules. And in a tweet, they reminded people not to send pets through the x-ray unit, saying it could be a catastrophic mistake. This was trade deadline day in the NHL. And while most of the big moves were made in advance, there was one deal today that made history. Calgary traded Brett Ritchie to Arizona for his younger brother, Nick. The league says the two players from Ontario were the first trade ever involving brothers. Coming up, heading into overtime, a test of endurance in tribute of a young hockey hero. leave you tonight with the net gain of kids helping kids a marathon hockey game that started today in Alberta with both teams playing for one important goal CTV's Alberta bureau chief Bill Fortier with a new take on a tradition of giving
1: The drop of a puck is a typical sight in Canada but usually the game won't last this long This one will go for more than 2 days straight
0: you Just like enjoy it stay positive i guess
1: the annual world's longest hockey game has been held for 20 years at Brent Sakes property Sakers Acres this is the first one played by kids it's the most emotional thing i've ever seen in my life to watch those kids go out there their exhaustion no match for their drive they're raising money for the fight against pediatric brain cancer
0: honestly it's for a good cause everybody like it's not as bad as Like, children are dealing with cancers.
1: Already, the game has raised more than $150,000 for the Ben Stelter Fund. The young Oilers fan died in August after he captured hearts across the NHL with his love of his team and his famous demands for a certain victory song. It is really special for us, Um, and it's special that it's not just for Ben.
3: I think he would be so proud and be, like, so, like, just freaked out that they're doing all this for him. Despite
1: what the name might suggest, this is not an attempt at a world record. However, that record has been set right here on this rink.
6: Let's go, boy!
1: Between 2003 and 2021, Sakers Acres has hosted the actual world's longest hockey game seven times. This, game. this one is shorter than the record, but otherwise not that different. They're playing this game. The exact way that we play the world's longest game. Until Sunday evening, these kids will stay on the ice for Ben, for kids still fighting, and for the love of the game. Bill Fortier, CTV News, Edmonton.
0: Amazing kids. That's it for us tonight. I'm Heather Wright. For Omar and all of us at CTV National News, thank you for watching. Sandy will be here tomorrow. Good night and have a great weekend.